0: Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us in the Zencaster studio, as always, is the time being Scott.
1: You know what? I, I agree. You are the most humble producer that I've ever met in my life. Hmm. What movie is that from? Oh, uh, that's that wasn't a movie quote because just, we don't have a guest.
2: <laughs> wait, wait. So you only... So you don't do movie quotes for BRB <laughs> AFK episodes, and now nope. you don't do movie quotes when there's no guest. Yes, that was my rule. I feel like the time being is half-assing this time being job.
1: I, if you go back and look at all the histories that I've done,
2: the quote has always been when we had a guest. Oh man, just... I'm too lazy to look back on that, so I guess I'm, I'm not calling your bluff. Yeah, like, I'm
0: not going to sort it by quote or not quote. We're just...
2: right. yeah. that was what, that's what I was banking on, like, they're
1: not going to check on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, that now was I'll, I'll, but now I'm about to change it. I actually m- m- miss not doing the doing, uh, movie quotes. So I, I may change it to every single episode of Movie Quote.
2: Well, the good part <laughs> is, uh, for the foreseeable for the rest of the year, our Halloween episodes and then our uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes, are oh, going to have guests.
1: That's fair. That's true. And I'm excited about these upcoming guests, by the way.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, welcome also our illustrious host, Ryan Shipley.
2: <laughs> Thank <laughs> yes. you very much. Um it's weird that you, um, you know, picked a eat it to open the show with and not like one of Tom McDonald's awesome rap songs. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> uh, Tom McDonald oh is basically my, um. like if you order Kid Rock through Wish.com. <laughs> and it just like came to my attention this week. Just who Tim McDonald is and how awful he is. Look, so Jim
0: McDonald. My biggest problem with him is that kind of similar to Kid Rock, he hooks you with like these – he hooks you with like really, really poignant things. And he, and he he's like, OK, yeah, that's that's an issue that we should think about. That's something that we should – Ah, uh, and you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And if you're not careful I – had, I had a lot of friends. I've had uh, Kim, Sarah – I had some other friends like send me some of his stuff. And I had to sit them down and be like, okay. I I get what you're I get what you think he's saying. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I get what you think he's saying, but it's not yeah. what you think he's saying.
2: Yeah, it's when you have songs titled Fake Woke and Snowflakes. It's when it kinda like uh, you kinda ping off my radar. But I mm-hmm. still wanted to listen to one of his songs to give him a even because, you know, we're not on the same political spectrum, I wanted to see if maybe he w- how he was still as a rapper. And his rap itself, its flow, is bad.
0: Yeah. I haven't heard any of the recent stuff. The The few yeah. that I... That, that were that was sent to me once upon a time were... They were okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of reminding me of uh, more like spoken word with music behind it than actual rap.
3: hmm
2: I uh, respect his hustle. He's definitely found a niche, a niche now. And he's going full on with it, but... It's bad rap. It's not good. It's, yeah. Um, But anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Hello.
1: We're glad to have
2: you. Yeah. So let me ask you guys a question. So last week, um, I started a new job. Hell yeah. I can't say the name of the job for privacy reasons. I'll give you a hint. The initials are CIA. (laughs) I might be like a hitman. I can't say for sure. I might have raided Margo Largo a couple weeks ago. I can't say for sure. Yeah, it's really cool, though. The initials are CIA. You're really good about keeping secrets, but yeah. not.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like to, to weave that middle ground. You, you're you walking that fine line. I, I don't yeah. think you, you, you could be prosecuted if you were in court right now. I thought no, I can't.
2: No, and I would also wink what I said I promised to tell the truth. So you can't <laughs> so can yes. hold me to it. Right. That's a legal like, move, I know. Your Honor,
1: I winked when yeah. I went through this whole
2: class. Yeah, I went to Trump Law School. <laughs> but when you got everybody in this on the podcast has flown right like on airplanes so, that's weird I have to specify airplane <laughs> I, you haven't yeah, taken I, giant feathers and jumped off a cliff and started waving I mean I gave it a shot once. I, I
1: tried yeah exactly
2: it didn't work when you're on a plane do you prefer the outer aisle or the window seat oh window okay Boston.
0: Mm. <sighs> I do like the window. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird. It's like I I don't want the middle.
1: Oh, God. No, I don't want the, window. the inside, no, so middle, I no. can
0: ignore everything, or the window, so I can gaze out across the infinite.
2: <laughs> yes, that's that for me. I had the middle for one of my flights. Oh, gross! And as I was sitting there in the airport, I was looking at the ticket and realized it had the word middle. I started getting frustrated. It was as frustrating as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm a window guy too. I don't know if it's just like the childlike nature of myself, but I love watching the airplane take off. Oh yeah, man. That's that's the coolest part. My favorite part is when you're kind of in the middle of clouds. You've not gone over the clouds yet, but you're right there in the middle of the cloud. I honestly wish that we could fly that whole way that way. I know it's impossible because we would probably get hit, but it's super cool. Um, but once it gets high enough and gets kind of super bright, I like being the one in charge of closing it.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. You're right. 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 And then that's once all I, on I know
2: Yeah. And once I know we're about to land, I like to pull it up because I don't like that surprise when you hit the asphalt.
1: So, does that also mean that you would like to be the one that's in charge of, of getting people off the plane?
2: No. Like you no. know, you'd be the one that exit the exit door guy. <laughs> no, no, no. If it ever comes to that point, like I'm gonna just turn around and look at everybody and go, I'm sorry, guys. Well, I'm out.
1: Peace. Yeah. yeah it's everyone. It's every
2: man for themselves, right? This is survivor style shit right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I know my anxiety and stuff. Right. I would be a liability if I was in charge of saving people. So I think
1: this was this might have been the first time I was ever on a plane, or one okay. of the very first times. I was probably like, I don't know, under 10. Uh, okay. And so we, I don't think, I don't think we were halfway through the destination yet. Our engine went out completely. Oh God. Up. Like one of the engines mm. just stopped working mid-flight. Oh, yeah. And had I been older, you know, I probably would have freaked out a little bit more. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So like they uh, they had like, I guess we, we were closer to the, so where we started and where we we're gonna be. So they had to turn the whole the airplane around and fly yeah. all the way back on one engine. So oh, that, God. That, was, that was my earliest first experience on an airplane. Do you remember people freaking out? I don't. I can and I was so young. Yeah. Uh I, I I think uh I think my brother just fell asleep. He was
2: like, Ah, it's all right. Ah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yes. Boston, have you ever had any bad airplane experiences? Other than the food <laughs> oh
0: yeah, classic oh i couldn't hold my, I couldn't hold my food down on the on the flight
2: Oh oh really i have
0: I've only flown twice okay and I am not a fan uh, personally, just because okay. i uh, I like to be the master of my fates I like to have you know some control over what's going on and like I understand that it's safe. Same like a roller coaster. It's safe. It's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. But I can't control anything once I'm in the air. Okay, so it's
2: the control freak part. Do you feel out. the
1: same way, Boston? Like if you're in a car, but you're in the passenger seat? I,
0: I have gotten better about that. I was real okay. bad about it for a, for a while. I was I was bad about it. Honestly, I've I've really been enjoying letting other people drive recently, just because mm. I get to do so. I I get to I get to not think about it.
1: Okay. Ironically, Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, almost
0: if, I almost wonder if I try to fly now, maybe I would be okay with it because I'm now yeah. so much more used to oh, I can just let someone <laughs> else do it and I can work on
2: a project while <laughs> someone else travels me around. Right. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's good. It's being a passenger is awesome. <laughs> well, it's like the Can you uh, imagine if I if I didn't like being a passenger? Oh, um, oh, God. How I would be right now. Right.
0: Oh, um, wow. Yeah, well, it's like the, the they people that say you have the same amount of you have the same amount of time in the day as Beyonce has. Yeah, Beyonce has a fucking chauffeur. Yeah, like yes, we all have twenty four hours, but like she has a chauffeur. She has people to help make food for her and do the makeup oh, for her. Like, oh yeah, yeah,
2: that's not even nowhere she, near the same. She has
0: shortcuts.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a dumb. That's a dumb f- saying. Absolutely. So coming back from uh, the trip. Saturday, I was sick. Uh, It wasn't COVID, thankfully. I I tested myself uh, two times before that morning. We had a layover in Chicago. The best part about being sick is I had so much room in the airport. Nobody wanted to sit next to me. Oh, yeah, I bet. (laughs) There there was this old lady who was three seats down from me. When I sat down, I was wearing a mask, my Spider-Man mask, And I was coughing in it and sneezing and she nonchalantly stood up, walked like she was running around looking for something and then sat down in a chair way far away from me. (laughs) Uh And it was so Uh obvious to me. So the best thing was we get on the airplane and I'm last seat next to the engine, which sucks really bad. And who Mm. sits down next to me? The old lady. Oh, that's funny.
3: And oh, I could no. see how
2: sad she looked in her face. And I was sad too because if if I had taken the tests and they were negative, false negatives, and I'm the one that kills this old lady, that's going to make me sad if I find. Well, that sure, out. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it actually worked out because when we got off the plane, her frail little arms couldn't pull pull down her luggage, and I was the only one left on the plane, other than the stewardesses and they weren't paying her any mind uh-huh. and thanks to me i pulled her uh bag out of the out of the uh out of the luggage thing i almost hit her in the head when i was pulling it out but <laughs> i got it out and so, that's what matters
3: so,
1: well she uh do you think she really appreciated it, or was she like this COVID plague motherfucker you she seemed oh uh, she was
2: she called me sweetie and that's like you know, number one compliment for an old person. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, something wrong with an old person because you're sweetie. And who knows, maybe a few years from now, you know, she'll return the favor and her frail little arms will pull somebody's uh, lucky yeah. shot. Of the the overbin. Is that what I was looking for? Is that the word I was looking for? I the think overbind? so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I guess so. Mm. I'm Boston, I think let that's right. Have,
2: let me I have this. I don't know.
1: This is a time where if we were doing a live show or we have our listeners call in. Can you tell yeah. us if, it, if we're right? Is it overbend?
2: <laughs> I I hope it's overbend, but I just don't know if that sounds right.
1: Oh, uh, on our overhead, 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 compartment. overhead compartment. That's okay. the official term.
2: Yes. Okay. I you know I'm still dealing with the loss of the queen. Uh, <laughs> You're still or, dealing with
1: a little bit a little bit of sickness. Get yeah. over that.
2: You know, training with the CIA can be tough. Where a lot of us in a room. I'm feeling better now. Good. And I'm glad. And also, by the way, uh, we had planned to have Alex Stokes on this episode, and I was super stoked about that. Wink, wink. See what you did there. Yeah.
1: Cue crickets.
2: <laughs> you can add crickets there if you want, Please,
1: Austin. please, please edit crickets into that, please.
3: Chirp. Chirp. Chirp.
2: But yeah, he's going to come on our January uh, our January episode, so that's going to oh, be okay. exciting. We've got some um, good guests coming up soon. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some really cool plans for October, mm-hmm. uh, November, and December. Um, obviously, November, December, one episode months because we're lazy. What? Um,
0: Landing machines.
2: But we got some cool spooky guests uh, yes. plan for October. I'm excited for the cryptids.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. oh dude, same. That's going to be an
2: awesome episode. Yeah. And that's going to be the episode where I'm going to be a scully as fuck. Well, you have to be a Mixed <laughs> that way. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, I was thinking at first, okay, so Boston and our guests for that episode are going to love it because they're huge cryptid fans. I forgot Mr. Scott Arnold is as well. Uh, uh, I am indeed. Yeah. What, Scott? That's yeah. That's going to be an episode that Scott is going to have quotes for oh, it. Oh, quotes,
1: quotes galore. I'm going to have excited. more than one quote. I'm going to have a quote every 10 minutes.
2: And the most exciting thing about the Halloween episodes yeah. Boston comes up with fun nicknames for us. Oh,
1: oh i forgot about the get started
2: on that Ugh. and the great part is that i can't remember what happens from episode to episode so if he <laughs> recycle some of those names i'm never gonna know you're not gonna remember <laughs> yeah it's the funny part because you know we're starting to do more segments now
3: yeah
2: i was thinking the other day what's gonna happen ryan when you repeat one of those top 10 lists <laughs> Oh, yeah! Like right, like what you've already did, like last year, you forgot you did or something. Because here's (laughs) the thing: I'm not going to remember. Boston isn't going to remember. You're not going to remember.
1: No. But
2: every one of our listeners will remember.
3: Mm Hmm.
0: Speaking of our intro song, Weird Al Yankovic mentioned once that sometimes he will—he's made—he's written so many songs. Okay. That. He doesn't remember them. Like, he doesn't remember all the lyrics to every song he's ever written. Really? He so says sometimes if I forget the words, I'll just lean out to the, I'll just lean out a little bit and hear what the crowd's seeing And be like, oh right, 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 there we are, and then
3: yeah, I'll <laughs> oh, that's back that's in. funny,
1: that's brilliant, that is brilliant. <coughs> I had the I have the same kind of fear when I when I with the with the movie quotes, you know, there at the mm. beginning, like I was like, did I say this one already? Like, yeah. I can't, we have so many, I can, I can
2: barely remember.
3: And obviously
2: Yeah. All this would be easy if we just kept a spreadsheet. What? That's that's no. Who can we who can we
0: hire
1: to keep a Wikipedia for us? (laughs) We need to hire somebody. Okay. right. If if, if anybody's listening, send your resumes to be our Wikipedia data entry person.
2: Yep. All you you gotta like pull up spreadsheet. Uh You um have to like put in like his scott's quotes the good mm-hmm. thing is scott barely has an episode now where he'll put a quote in so that's going to be super yeah easy it'll be you. super
1: easy that's going to change though it's going to change i'm i'm doing quotes every single episode from here on out
2: <laughs> forever you heard it
1: here you heard it today boys and girls movie
2: quotes galore even the brb afk episodes every single episode pdqs and all i will it's take happening. that i will take that bet sir <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> that'd be so fun so one thing I wanted to talk about, like, so this kind of leads into what you wanted to talk about, Scott. Yeah. Disney, uh, just as I think about two weeks ago had their big D 22 expo. Mm. One of the big things they showed was they had Charlie Cox come out with um, uh, I want to say Jason Derulo, but I know that's not right. Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they mentioned, you know, just again, hey, we're going to be doing this uh, Daredevil uh, Born Again series. It's, I think, 18 episodes, which is going to be the longest of the Marvel series up to now. Right. The clickbait people are trying to say, oh, Charlie Cox said it's going to be a reboot. But that's not necessarily what I got from the quote. What I got from the quote is it's not going to continue really into the story lines that Daredevil end it with, but it's just going to proceed forward. I think they're going to like you know they have that five year blip thing and everything. I think mm-hmm. they're going to jump forward with a lot of stuff. But well, that that's something they could easily work into the storyline with that because of yeah. that. They could yeah. easily, yeah, they could easily do that. Yeah, exactly. They did say Vincent uh, Kingpin, will have like, like a, I guess, an eye patch. I guess um, Echo is going to, when she fires the gun at the end of the Hawkeye series, I guess it does like at least blind him in one eye. Hmm. Okay, so they are going to keep it going. Okay. Is, is is all the cast back? Do we know? They have not said that yet. The only ones they have officially announced so far are Cox and D'Onofrio. Okay. Mm. I wonder if they could pull in Who played Bullseye in the Daredevil movie? Oh,
3: Who no, was that? i
0: I'm I, I quit. No.
2: <laughs> I can't no. remember.
0: I'm going I'm going home. I'm turning this off.
2: Oh, you don't like the the guy played Bullseye? No,
0: I just don't like that. I just don't like that movie. Yeah,
1: he's he's still, all right, the movie, right? Exactly.
2: The answer now is who, that Irish, uh, that Irish bastard. Um, the good thing is, like, once we find it, we can just pull it in here, like we knew right away.
1: Oh yeah, Edited the magic of editing.
2: Colin Farrell.
1: Colin Farrell. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. It was Colin. I totally forgot yep. about that. So I wonder if they would do Colin Farrell as Bullseye, or bring in a new actor. Hmm. Um, Marvel has a lot of money, so they could. I could, I think they could have it happen. But I know Scott. There's one person you're praying to. God comes back.
1: Yes, I. I will. I will. You know, throw us a party. I will do whatever. Whatever needs to be done. But I want the Punisher back so bad. Oh yeah. You know, there's all there's been. You know, lots of rumors. I think uh, Rosario Dawson even quoted, misquoted it uh, as, as he was coming back, and she was like, "I'm sorry, I don't. That's not really. I can't confirm that. I don't know where I got that from." You know. Uh-huh. Then, yeah. But then this last uh, thing uh, from this this new show, there yeah. there's strong rumors that uh, he may be in coming. Like he may be in the actual show to bring to bring to bring him back. Which I don't know. I guess they'll do it the same kind of way. Just you know, I'm I, I'm assuming. Uh, everything that happened is still going to stay, but maybe five years later as well. Maybe I don't know that's, how they're going to. do That's what
2: I'm hoping. Like, there's no reason for them to um, do it as an origin story. Yeah, like it seems from no. like No Way Home and the Hawkeye series that they're already pretty established in the universe.
1: Right, yeah. right. There's no real reason to.
2: Yeah, do I? Th- I think it could be PG thirteen, like the Netflix series was. I don't think it's going to be R. I just don't know if Marvel is ready to pull the R with uh, Daredevil which is a little nerve-wracking because Can they do it with Moon Knight though? Moon Knight was not really R. Huh. Moon Knight didn't have a lot of like cursing or a lot of over the top violence like mm-hmm. as far as like the And I'm not honestly sure like even with Punisher if you watched the Punisher for Netflix series I think it could have easily been a PG-13. Uh there were a yeah, few I mean, there were a few
0: scenes that I would you'd have to modify but yeah. it wasn't wasn't too much.
2: And I don't think they yeah. edited it at all once the Punisher series came to Disney Plus a couple months ago.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I and I'm fine with that. If if it has the same vibe and feel as uh the original uh, the, the show, I'm I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit more marvelish. Okay. Just because, like, <laughs> some people some people shit all all over the Kingpin sequences in Hawkeye, but I think they're wrong. I don't think it was over the top, really. I mean, they did make it to where the Kingpin was invincible to a lot of stuff, but honestly, if you're going to have him in more the Marvel proper universe, you kind of have to play him more like the comic version. Right. As long as he's still kind of like a really smart mob boss, then he's still a perfect. Because the King, Kingpin originally was a was a Spider Man villain.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. That's I forgot about that. Yeah, he was as Ryan should know.
2: Yes, so yeah, that's my hope. And uh, one cool story they could do with kingpin if they wanted to use the blip is what if Wilson Fisk was blipped, and now he's trying to get back his empire.
1: Ooh. Oh yeah, that's a good that that that, that could really work.
2: Yeah, and um, a lot of people are excited about like Charlie Cox and John. Is it John Brethnell? Barenthal. John Berenthal. Berenthal and Berenstein Bears. <laughs> and uh, Fist coming back. What about Elektra? Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, now you you know you know Barenthal's not actually signed
2: on, right? As far as we know, he has not signed on yet. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. These right. are
1: all just 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 rumors. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, There's nothing official yet. Yeah. That's what, when you when you sent me that poster,
0: the first thing I saw was you know fan poster, and I was like, "You bastards!" Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think there's got to be talks with him because i know like the charlie cox thing started as a rumor and charlie cox did the whole thing that you know that everybody does is where he uh he denied it and everything like that right. until until people went to see the movie um so i think marvel would be foolish not to try to bring him back as the punisher. oh i
1: agree well uh, what i like to you know i've saw some interviews with john uh, about coming back as the punisher and, and he said he he he's he wants to and he would love to but he did say that the only way he would come back is if it if it stayed true to the character. Like he, he's not without going without actually saying it the way, the way he was saying was it, not, he's not gonna he won't come back if they Disney Disneyfy it up, <laughs> you know. So so so
2: he won't play Franken Castle, right? When the Netflix series was going on, that was still under Disney, right? So that was uh, just I, before Disney actually had their own channel, like channel, right? Yeah. So with a lot of people will say that. Oh, they'll the you know the Punisher is going to get ruined under Disney. Disney was still the property owners during the Netflix years.
1: Well, no. and that's then that's then that's good. That's reassuring. Yeah. So the so you know I think that if he does sign back on because of everything that he had, he had said and what what happened, it was under Disney anyway. I, th- I think it's going to be fine.
2: Yeah, it was like so basically the movies were under Kevin Feige and the television like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the three or four Netflix shows were under uh, Marvel TV, which was Jeff Loeb,
3: uh-huh. which
2: honestly surprises me that the shows turned out as good as they are because Jeff Loeb is one of the worst writers in Marvel <laughs> history. Oh, he's bad. The only time he did any good work was when he worked with this artist named Tim Sale, Rest in peace, who did this, uh, like, the Batman, the long dark, Spider-Man Red, Daredevil Yellow, uh, Hulk Green, Captain America Blue. Uh, really good, like, miniseries. But Jeff Lowe— were those
0: all the different—the na- whole thing?
2: Yeah, those are all of them in the names of the titles.
0: Okay, those are, so there are mul- those are multiple— t- See, that's what I was double-checking. Those are multiple titles. Yeah, not- yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, they were super cool. They were basically almost like origin stories. And the color of the book, like Spider-Man Red, would have a lot more red coloring in it than anything else. Gotcha. Yeah. Then Jeff Loeb kind of got fired. Disney Plus happened. And Feige decided to put everything under, this, under one umbrella. It's still in the same hands. It's, still, Di- it's yeah. still Disney. Hopefully Disney will not try to make it more mainstream to the masses, if that's the proper way of saying that. Yeah,
1: I, I think mm. so. Uh, that would that, be my only fear. Do, do you think that there's ever a world where they would do the show and recast him?
2: I don't know because I think one, and then obviously at this point, you do have some male contents out there who've been like crybabying about Miss Marvel and She Hulk, but mm-hmm, that is like, mm-hmm. I think a minority voice. But I do think if they had to recast The Punisher this soon, I think there would be, there would definitely be a lot of backlash. And I don't think it would all just be like the assholes.
1: No, I think there'd be legitimate backlash. I, I don't, I don't. I just, I loved his performance so much. It would be really hard for me to
2: to get into it if if they cast someone else. It's different if they offer him the role and he turns it down.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. It is different. Definitely give him the shot first. Although, I would still love to see Old Man Frank. Oh, that would be so good. Think about, especially because I get to meet meet them every single day. (laughs) Actual Vietnam veterans right now. Right. Like, they're ancient. Yeah. So like I I know I know that Frank has has gotten some supernatural help in uh, putting himself back together. Honestly, I even uh once upon a time I thought it would be fun to do a, a whole series similar to like Batman Beyond mm-hmm. where it was like old Frank Castle teaching a new vigilante to be the Punisher.
2: Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. That would be really good. And I would say just for people out there too, who are still a little concerned about the Punisher and Marvel right now, read the new Punisher comic book.
3: Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) That's so
2: good. I haven't
1: read it, but I know what you're talking
2: about. Yeah. The only issues really, when you bring the Punisher into Marvel proper and they are in there with all the other superheroes, um, if they don't keep him street level, Punisher is a tricky character to use with other Marvel heroes. He works with Spider-Man and Daredevil because they're, uh, street level characters
4: mm-hmm. but he
2: does not work well with like a thor or a doctor doom or you know the bigger oh uh, yeah characters. i can see that, well, isn't, that sure.
0: isn't that why they did the franken castle in the first place was to try and put him on par
2: yeah that was one of the worst stories ever the only oh, story God. worse was the one where he had to get plastic surgery going to hiding and they turned him into a black guy uh, what? Well, I don't know about this one. What? What? So in the early 90s, they did a storyline where Frank Castle had to go on the run. He had to escape prison and go on the run. Yeah. And so he went to a plastic surgeon, and the plastic surgeon turned him into a black person. Oh, and then, wow. Uh, the most excruciatingly racist dialogue that you could ever imagine
1: oh, happened. No.
2: And for a good three or four months, Punisher was basically like a black exploitation comic. <laughs> wow, it was I, it was horrible. I shouldn't be laughing at Damn. that. Man. Yeah, how did it last for three months? I I don't remember, and I don't remember how it ended, but I remember reading it as uh, I guess I was in high school at that point and reading and going, "This isn't right." This is <laughs> <laughs> right. But next to that, the Franken Castle story is probably the dumbest uh, Franken uh, dumbest dumb <laughs> yeah, Punisher yeah. story. But honestly. you're probably going to get this for Christmas, Scott, because I think the first Punisher collection is coming out, so look forward to that. Oh, nice. Me and Boston have been reading it, like, monthly as it comes out. Mm. And then uh, I give it to Boston. He leaves. And then at least 20 minutes later, maybe, I'll get a few post uh, uh, messages from Boston about the issue. Uh Uh-huh. Usually
0: me going, holy shit, because one of the things that they do there's multiple times where you're like, oh, that's exactly what should have happened. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times where you're like, oh, well, clearly they did that last time. So this time they're going to, oh, oh no. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and the thing that I'm appreciating as it goes along is it's the first time I think I've ever read a Punisher comic where they are showing life for Frank before Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You always get this understanding that it was Vietnam, it was the war that fucked Frank over, or Frank fucked him up. Um, no, Frank is, was fucked up from birth.
0: The, that was something that I think was established in the Marvel Knights and Punisher Max series, mm-hmm. is that Frank Castle loves what he's doing. Like, Frank Castle actively made the choice to go back to Vietnam. Like, right, so he loves the violence. He loves the violence. He loves yeah. war. Yeah, and uh, that's why I, uh, Punisher Born is a real great comic. If 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 anyone gets a chance, he's talking to an, an entity that uh, in they never they don't say it outright in the comics, but in the there's a little like script in the back where it's going through Ennis's script for the, and it names the entity as Death, mm. Mm. who effectively is like, hey Frank, look, <laughs> you like this. Normal people don't come back to Vietnam. (laughs) Like, like, normal people don't do this. You enjoy this. How about we make a deal? You work for me,
2: and I will make sure you have a war that never ends. Like, if you're a comic reader and you want to read some good Punisher, like the early to mid to late 2000s has some of the best Punisher comics because you got Punisher being written by Garth Ennis, the guy who created The Boys and uh, Creature. Oh, yeah and mm-hmm. uh, Jason Aaron, who is the one that's actually came back and doing the Punisher run right now.
0: Jason Aaron took that torch and fucking ran with it, and God bless him for it.
2: Yeah, and Garth Ennis's run starts kind of weak because it's kind of going over the top and funny, but overly violent. But when he leaves the Preacher Artist and, and starts the second, I think the max run of Punisher, he drops the silly bullshit, and then it's just um, suitably dark for the entire run, except for like the storyline with this guy named Barracuda. Um, but uh, I, I mean, uh, Barracuda is dark in its own way. In, a way. in its own way. But yeah, those, uh, that, that Punisher run is some of the, the best Punisher I've ever read. So you're going to get me the whole collection from all, all that decade. Hey, back. I'll get that for you, man, because I'm a, I'm a buddy in... You know we we go all in on a birthday and Christmas
3: we present. Do. We do,
2: yeah, we do, yeah. This year you're getting me Gotham Knights, and I'm super excited for it. Nice, I'm, <laughs> yeah. glad, to, I'm
3: glad to know that, man. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. I'm glad you know too. That's awesome of me.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, I but I I do hope I do hope they get him back because I think he was born to play the Punisher. Oh God, yes,
1: just 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 like Rod Riddle's was born to play Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. both of them were, played, were born to play that role
2: those and roles. the cool thing is um, She-Hulk is going to have Daredevil sometime before the the season wraps up and in the last episode She-Hulk has to go to this guy who is going to design her clothing to be She-Hulk and there's a big hint at the end of it where you see Daredevil's old school yellow outfit like in a box oh <laughs> Yeah, because before Daredevil put on the red outfit, he had kind of like a kind of like a yellowish. Uh, it,
0: it's almost its almost like there was kind of a joke of like, you know, oh, I, I don't know what I look like. So, yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly yeah. it must be something that's. <laughs> and, but the
2: yeah. one shot they've shown of this new suit in the She-Hulk trailer, it looked good because the collars are very muted. So okay. hopefully it works. I'm I'm excited to see it.
3: Mm-hmm. but then
2: again 2024 is so far off but that's how long we got to go before Daredevil born again comes out i think echo has finished rapping, and i think charlie cox and the nofrio are going to be in echo as well yeah hey, I, believe, be nice. I believe i did read that yes yeah so if you've not seen hawkeye yet definitely watch hawkeye when you get a chance because a lot of stuff in hawkeye is going to lead into echo yep and hawkeye hawkeye was probably one of the best of the first year of the disney plus shows
3: mm-hmm.
2: it was really good you know what scott you brought a really good topic well i i you know i'll try well done you know? yeah and thank, thank I, you gentlemen i had to you. give you props after your laziness with the quote. <laughs> i i felt like you needed it you needed a, I needed you needed, a,
1: little, a, little, a little something
2: you, you know? needed some good boy points
1: yes 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 the yin and the yang
2: and we're going to talk soon uh we have a new thing we're going to do here, like a little bit like a flashback segment. I uh, hopefully Boston can give us some really cool, like, flashing back music when we uh, transfer into it. Sure. But we're going to talk about games from 2002, and Boston, you had you brought up a really good question about like even older games than that. Mm-hmm.
0: So it was it was something that I have pondered before and have been asking other people about. Do we actually need to play? classic game. Mm. Like, this is deep. If you've watched someone play Legend of, if you're familiar with The Legend of Zelda, and you've yeah. played Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. do you need to go back and play the original NES, or can you just be like, yeah, that's that's where it started, and then move on? Like, do you, do
2: you have to physically... Like, a, go back and, and play those games? You're, so you're talking about like. And honestly, because there is like a segment that is still like a retro gaming and you're just kind of wondering if you really need to do those old school games to enjoy the newer ones. That's what you're kind of asking Boston. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think my question to add to that question, Boston would be like, if you're newer into gaming, you know, would, would you enjoy, would you have the same experience? Like, you know, if, if I, I I could have fun, I could have fun and go back and play like the original Zelda or the original Mario, okay. that's what I grew up on.
3: But
2: yeah. with someone else who didn't, what could could they even enjoy it? So you're wondering about like for you, the nostalgia can help you overlook some of the right
1: you works, know, right. right? But if okay. you don't have that nostalgia, you you won't you don't have that to to try to help you overlook that.
0: Yeah, because I'm trying to remember what one I saw. It was like. I think it was like the first Tony Hawk. Someone went back and played it and was like, oh, right. Huh. All of the things that we actually loved about Tony Hawk were in two and three. Right. <laughs> the first one was hot garbage.
2: Right. Yeah. And a lot of times when they do these remakes, um, you get the quality of lives. Now, do you count like a remake as the same as going back and playing the old school version or do you put remake in a different category?
0: I put remakes in a different category just because, okay. as, as we'll discuss in a minute, because, oh my god, I did not realize how many genre-defining games were came out in 2002.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The Resident Evil remake came out in 2002. Oh, it sure yep. did. And yep. I would definitely recommend anybody play that over the original Resident Evil. Uh, the the right. tank controls. The yeah. Tank, the, it's much smoother controls. Because like, there was so much, especially in the early PlayStation days, there was so much of... Like, did you, Do you understand how long it took people to actually start realizing, oh, wait maybe I should put the fire button mm-hmm. as this trigger on the controller.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, for sure.
0: Like, it's it's yeah. it's just ingrained now, but it was not that way to begin with.
2: No. Oh, oh, God, no. I'm kind of like somebody that does not really care for retro gaming. There is that nostalgia factor for maybe five minutes,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: then I'll get frustrated with the controls, and I want to go to something that's more polished. Example here. Best friend of the podcast, Aylin, bought that uh, Cowabunga collection. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing it. The Cowabunga collection doesn't really do much quality of life as far as like the controls and stuff does. It does allow you rewind and stuff like that. But she said there were some of those games on there, like old games that when she was younger, she thought were amazing. But playing mm-hmm. them as an adult and older, they do not hold up. Well, even... Um, I see it.
0: Have you have you heard the discourse about retro games have to be played on a CRT? No, uh, yeah,
1: I, I have, but I don't remember the reason for it though. So
0: if you, if you go through, there's a lot of a lot of places you can find the compare side by side comparison because of the way the CRTs are built, those pixels get fuzzy. Mm. Like that's why it, it it people are like, why does this look so different than when I was a kid? It's because it looks different. You're seeing it on a crisp clean TV that can pick out that fine detail and show it to you. Right. The CRT, it was the fuzz between them, gave this depth to, to the pixel art that you don't get with modern uh, screens.
2: Okay. So their, their recommendation, if you're going to play a lot of the older consoles, is to use an older television? Use an older television, or there are
0: effectively modes you can put you know, you, some some... some some games come with, like, a CRT mode that kind of mm. that, that does the blurring. Okay.
2: Huh. Well, that would be much easier to trying to go find
1: an old CRT TV, so.
2: True. Yeah. Especially nowadays with, like, with everything freaking costing so much money, like, that's old. Because I did see, I was in um whatever that video game store that's in Home Mall. Not e, uh, GameStop, but the other one. And they had $350. Games, just... Yeah, $350 for Chrono Trigger.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's silly, it's stupid, so I can't imagine how much an old CRTV would be.
0: Well, actually, the TVs, the, the, the equipment, yeah. what I've seen, the equipment ends up being cheap. It's okay. the games. Yeah, it's you know, the
1: games, for sure.
0: Running up yeah. the, the bills. Yeah. Which is why, you know, cough emulators, cough, uh, <laughs> yar Yarmy mateys.
2: Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and that's what I think I would do if I wanted to play any of the old school ones, because... Like, there's some that I remember loving and would love to revisit again, like Super Mario RPG. But I know I'm just, like, so much, I guess, I don't want to say an ageist, but, like, like, nostalgia doesn't hold as often for me when it comes to gaming for some reason. So, for me, it does somewhat,
1: like, that's, like... uh... You know, we did our ratings for Resident Evil. You know, my yeah. favorite one uh, is one is the first one. Um, okay, it also yeah. has a lot to do with the fact that I uh, that was very the very first game I ever played on PlayStation was, okay. was Resident Evil. You know, clunky controls and all. However, having said that, now you know I've got, you know I've got the new, newest version on on the remake did it on Xbox. You can turn the old school f- function on the controls, but do I? Hell no! God no! No! <laughs> yep. Hell no! Because you don't hate yourself exactly. Exactly. Well,
0: just, just in recent, just in recent memory, um, I found uh, there's a there's a project where they were turning the original Tomb Raider into a into a browser browser based game. Oh, weird! So you could play you could play all of the original Tomb Raider in a browser. Okay. And so I gave it a shot. Holy shit! Are the controls to Tomb Raider garbage?
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: I forgot how much like if you wanted to strafe, you had to like hold a second button to oh no. uh, to move sideways.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Aiming, if you're not uh, using the the, the proper auto aim, is a is a pain in the ass. Oh wow, yeah. dude! Just even,
2: platforming. Yeah, oh god! Trying to the platforming
0: because yeah. I, I remember like when I was a kid, I I got used to, you know I gotten used to it. Yeah, and once you once you figure it all out, you get used to it, and then you're like, okay. Yeah, and you don't know any better. Make Laura do the handstand on every
1: every cliff. Uh, what was the other one? But could you imagine somebody today that's only played the new Tomb Raiders to go back and play the old ones. Oh god. Oh yeah. They'll,
0: well, even I've, I've uh, people I've, I've seen people even with now uh, going back and trying to play like the original Assassin's Creed.
1: Oh god, it's the first so one? different. <laughs> it's so it's
0: different. It's night than day. The, Night and day difference. Yeah. yeah, the current the current gen. Yeah. I
2: I pieced out on the first Assassin's Creed. I think I, I don't blame it. you one bit. I played it at <laughs> the I played it at your apartment. After I remember that night, you and I went insane looking for Xbox and that game, and yeah. I just <laughs> could not play it. I did not feel anything for it. That's it was the second one that basically made me a fan of the series.
1: I think it was for most people.
2: Cool. Yeah, but yeah. So okay, so Boston. To answer your own question, do you feel the need to go back and play like the older games?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I, okay. There, there's a thought experiment that exists called Mary's room that talks about if somebody who is raised in a black and white room mm-hmm. only had a black and white screen to show her to show her things, but she learns everything she can about color theory. Right, okay,, mm-hmm. so she knows every <coughs> detail about color theory and how colors work, uh how light reflects off of things, but she's never seen it. will seeing color introduce her to something new mm. that wasn't mm. present from the, the knowledge from what she's already gained, okay, and I feel like while yes <laughs> there 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 may be something you can gain from going back and playing a game that's, you know, the, the, the classic, you know, the, you know, oh man, you know, the, the original Mario brothers, that's great. But it, you, do you then quickly learn like, oh, the platforming on this is not very tight yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. Made okay. it on, on, on current, on current games or uh, I can't do all of the extra moves that people use now for like Kaizo Mario or Mario maker.
2: Yeah. No, oh, that's a good point. No, it is. Yeah. And yeah, I just, and yeah, it just for me. It's just like I can see going back and watching like older TV shows, older movies. It just feels like a different experience than trying to go back and play like an older game for me. Yeah, um, it
1: also depends on like I, I. don't think I could do it for a long period of time. Does that make sense? Like I could go yeah. back and you know and play some old games and you know have nostalgia, but I I don't think it's something I could do. You know, very long.
0: There's definitely a reason why the Game Grumps, whenever they go back to a retro game, will do like one or two episodes and then be like, okay, uh, comment section. Do you actually want us to keep going with this? Because
1: kind <laughs> this of we'll, a nightmare. We'll be glad to quit at any point in time.
0: We'll be happy to do something else. If you, unless, right. Unless right. you all really want us to go keep going. Well, even it, it, just about anything, where you, you get to a point where... I don't know how many times, because I had a Surface and a touchscreen laptop for a while, the the one I've got, the laptop I've got, I keep, every once in a while, I will try and reach up and tap the screen to drag something. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, right, this is one of those. Right, right. Like, when you have that extra knowledge, you're going to try and like, oh, wait, I can, oh, no, no, that was, that was not this game. Yep.
4: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a little bit of a short Big Bingy Theory here. Mostly because something came up that I wanted to kind of do a little bit of a rant on, uh, kind of do a bit of a news thing, but a slash a rant. So at the time of this segment, not too long ago, we had somebody who breached into Rockstar Games' servers and got apparently the source code for uh, not just Grand Theft Auto 5, but also the upcoming Grand Theft Auto 6, along with some leaked footage, very, very early in development footage of what Grand Theft Auto 6 will be. So when I first heard about the this news, this leak and everything, at first I thought it was kind of like, it was kind of BS because... You hear that all the time when it comes to a Grand Theft Auto slash any Rockstar game in in, in general. Really, uh, there's always going to be some guy that's going to make like a little fake video about it. So I went onto Twitter, and then there it was that that, that I'm looking at this leaked footage, and I'm sure some of it's still around, but I'm, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if Rockstar took it down by now. But yeah, I was watching this footage and everything, and. Seeing a uh, female protagonist go and try to ro- uh, rob a restaurant and then run away from the police. And yeah, it was. It's just Grand Theft Auto. That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Nothing more, nothing less. Although a lot of people have said, like, the settings in and of itself looks like a new updated version of Vice City, which if that's the case, like, that would be great because I think it's about time we go back to Vice City. It, it, it's, it's, it's about time, it's, it's been a long while. And also, as I'm recording this, I am also seeing the news about uh, the person that is the alleged uh, hacker of the Rockstar League Games controversy. So, in a collaborative investigation involving the FBI and the... uh, I'm looking at things so that way I don't forget it. The UK National Cybercrime Unit. We're going after this alleged suspect, a 17-year-old suspect... Who lived in oxfordshire uk or uh, yeah who has uh, been sent there and uh, as of now have been sent to a uh, detention youth center who has also this is this is the funny this is the funny part here so this alleged hacker has pleaded not guilty to computer misuse but pleaded guilty to breaching bail conditions So at least this person is somewhat taking responsibility, halfway taking responsibility. Eh. But one thing that got to me on this story was like reading this article was apparently there were some people on Twitter who were pretending to be the hacker. And this person apparent, and this one person apparently managed to scam this one fake hacker managed to scam one dude out of $100,000 To believing that he will give this guy the Grand Theft Auto 5 source code so uh, yeah to the person that did that go fuck yourself and I guess this just kind of goes a little nice segue to my rant in a way the comments about these videos were just oh god like the the uh, like not only were they complaining about the fact that it was a female protagonist god forbid but they were also complaining about the graphics, the look of the game. You you guys realize this is like very early development, right? Like they are like they are just now starting this stuff, as far as I know. I think they said they've like as far as I know when it came to their announcement, that's when they're working on right now, the, like the hardest. So yeah, some early development footage is going to be rough like that. That's kind of the point of early very early development and look i get it because it's a graphics thing that a lot of gamers do nowadays but you know it's kind of getting to a point where it's like when you're starting to like look for every single like little glitch anything that resembles like a ragdoll physics moment or a uh, stuttering of the graphics or a stuttering of like a wall like glitch or something like that and then you automatically think oh my god this is the worst video game ever made just because it's it has this one glitch that just doesn't make it perfect w- where did this mindset come from I, uh, I mean maybe I know where it comes from because I was kind of there at a young age myself like, I remember years ago when uh, the PlayStation 3 was first announced at E3 and they were showing all the all the uh, concept trailers for what PlayStation 3 games would look like. But at the time, a lot of us thought that that's what the graphics were going to look like. For example, Killzone 2. If anybody remembers seeing that very, very first, like, concept trailer of theirs where it looks very, like cg heavy stuff and everything like but it's like mixed in with like what looked like gameplay putting that air quotes gameplay but like we all thought that this game was going to look exactly like that trailer so when the actual very first gameplay trailer came out for kill zone 2 a lot of people were as far as i remember i think a lot of people were kind of disappointed with it i wasn't myself because i was just happy that we're actually going to be able to play the game finally that's what i was looking forward to yes i love graphics just as much as the next person and it is a very very necessary thing that you know needs to be looked at in every in every shape and aspect i'm not disagreeing that graphics are i'm not saying that graphics aren't the most important thing but there is more to it than just like, you know, there's more to it than just the pretty stuff. You know, we need to have some good gameplay mixed with it as well. As for Grand Theft Auto 6, I mean, I'm looking forward to it either way. I've been a fan of Grand Theft Auto for years, and just hearing some bits and pieces of it, including the Bonnie and Clyde-esque storyline that they're going with in this one, I'm totally down for that. I am like, Please, just give like, I know when it comes to stories, like, those kind of stories for uh, Grand Theft Auto games are very interesting. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Well, anyway, that is my little uh, news slash rant segment I wanted to do. But next time, I will come back with my Res Infinite PlayStation VR first time talk about. So, until next time, this is Bingy. Keep on gaming.
2: one thing we want to do now is we're going to start trying to do this like every couple episodes. It's like a look back at a year. Originally I had thought, Hey, let's do 2002 and 2012. Cause there can't be that much. Um, and then I started looking at 2002 and went, there's a lot.
1: Uh, I, same. So I was looking at over up, over all the list. I was like, Holy crap. Mm-hmm. I think all this, all this came out in 2002.
2: Yeah, so we'll what we'll do is we'll bring it down media, we'll start like gaming, then movies, TV, and if anybody else has anything else like uh like a book or a song or something that you like from that year, you know, feel free.
1: Okay. All
2: right. So what was the first thing Boston that kinda caught your eye as far as like two thousand two goes is gaming.
0: Let's see here. Eternal Darkness was one that came up immediately. Super Mario Sunshine. Oh yeah! Oh
1: yeah. yes.
0: The first Ratchet and Clank.
2: Oh yeah! Yeah.
0: Good. Warcraft three: Reign of Chaos. Oh, yeah. Like. Uh, d- 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 Splinter Cell. <laughs> the first Splinter Cell was two thousand two. Time Splitters two, the first Kingdom. It Arts. was Mafia yes, right. Uh, Hitman two, the one that didn't suck. Yeah, it's. Uh... Morrowind. M- Morrowind dropped.
1: Man, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. Vice City, Metroid Prime. Yep. Metroid Prime. Faction yes. I, that, was, that was one of my number ones.
2: I, mm-hmm. I love the hell out of that game. Oh, uh, Wind Waker. <laughs> oh, Wind Waker was 2002? I didn't see that yeah. on the list for some reason. GameCube. I remember in the day thinking, oh, GameCube has no games. I guess it's because 2002 just a, was the just year that about, GameCube just threw out everything those,
0: it had. I'm not going to lie. Um, between Eternal Darkness and Wind Waker, that was the majority of my playtime on the on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, I get that. You remember how angry people got when they first showed like what the graphics were going to look like for uh for I Wind remember Waker. the outrage,
0: and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, I do I such do to be you. That, I yes. love cell shading." <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: Oh yeah, I thought it
1: was gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think from what I understand, and I, I may be wrong here. Uh, but I'll never admit I'm wrong. Um, that mm. uh, that they had originally released like a concept video. Yes, they did. That showed like a more adult-looking Link fighting Ganon, and so a lot of people thought, "Oh, this is what the next Zelda is going to look like. It's not oh, gonna, right. our system's not no longer a baby system, little baby." And then Wind Waker <laughs> popped up, and. Yeah, and it made
0: you know, I wonder if that's, really, wonder if really
3: that's where
0: people I think mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, uh Nintendo fake the Nintendo hype started cuz I I know that that's a big thing that happens now with Nintendo fans where something will they'll they'll, they'll release something mm. and then the fans will run with it and speculate based on things that no one said and no one confirmed and yeah. no one even hinted at and then get mad when that didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, yes. we never said that was yeah. going to happen. We, in fact, sometimes told you that's the opposite.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they do it even today. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just talking about um, the Hawkeye series. Fans, for some reason, decided the end credit scene of Hawkeye was going to be them showing the Steve Rogers, the musical, and it was going to cut to the audience, and Moon Knight was going to be in the audience. And when that didn't happen... Oh, God. Or when uh, Mephisto didn't show up in WandaVision, Vision, fans mm, went absolutely you batshit. <laughs> they convince themselves, that, Yeah, they convince <laughs> themselves something is going to happen, and it doesn't, and then they they make you themselves lie angry. to us. Yeah, it's it's so odd. They they make themselves angry. But I thought The Wind Waker was one of the best Zelda games. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I yeah. I, I, I loved. I loved how, I loved how it looked. I yeah, I, I remember
1: enjoying it
0: at the time. I also remember So, yeah. once upon a time I did a webcomic and because I was trying to get in on the webcomic boom, <laughs> okay, I remember that I did a webcomic about Yeah. It was effectively in the time it took me to sail from one island to the other, this cat cured cancer.
3: <laughs>
0: was 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 the punchline.
3: there was so much it was was great for
0: the having an open world like that but there was so much traversal that that bogged it down for me even looking back now people talking about some of the quests that i gave i gave up on i remember giving up on them because there was some of them you just can't do in a single run unless you actively sit down with the guide and hit every step along the way um apparently one of the re-releases for wii u um they they fixed a lot of it but in the original gamecube version there were just some quests where you had to Mm. just you know drop everything and focus just on doing those quests to get the completion stuff and i remember like that i I just i just stuck to the story and like gave up on a lot of the side quests because some of them were just that tedious
2: oh yeah like the um the fetch quests at the end where you had to go get all the the parts, I guess, to the, the, do the final puzzle to get to the final area, mm-hmm. which just so it was just so egregious how it was just put in there to add hours to the game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate I,
2: that. Yeah, I do too. It's like I I would rather have a tight ten hour experience than a drawn out twenty hour experience. Oh, same, absolutely same.
0: Which again is why I love I love how they did Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you want to go exploring and want you know check every nook and cranny. Go for it. You want to grab a bunch of weapons and run right up a Ganon's face? Fucking go for it. Do what yeah. you want to <laughs> fucking do. do. Uh,
2: live your life, bro. Um, do you, bro. Yeah. No. It's uh, And then Metroid Prime. It, it makes me sad that we've not had a new Metroid Prime game. My in God. US, seriously. Third one. I know there's the rumor that they've been working on Metroid Prime for on and off for about a decade now. But I loved the Prime series. Same, same. Yeah. The bosses were a little too intimidating for me. Like, I would start getting, like, sick to my stomach when I knew I was coming up on a boss. hmm <laughs> But it really, it was one of those things where it reinvented the franchise, you know, went from the 2D to 3D, and it worked. Like, it worked just right off it the It so cap. did,
1: yes. Yeah.
3: Um, I think
1: I remember... It's been a while. I think I remember a hearing that was coming out. Like, man, how's this going to work in 3D? Because I was so used to
3: you know,
2: yeah.
1: playing how it normally is. But man, was
2: I pleasantly surprised. Oh, it's so good. And oh, also, amazing. that year, yeah. And that year, too, we ended up getting a good 2D version, uh, Metroid Fusion for the DS or the Game Boy Advance at the time. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, another, another GameCube, uh, uh, Animal Crossing, was in 2002.
2: Oh, oh was it? it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow so animal oh, crossing in wow. a minute for 22 22- oh god i had yes. no idea um did you play that oh yeah i did really mm-hmm. See, i didn't get into it until until the I new didn't, i didn't
1: play it a whole lot i didn't get, like get into it get into it
2: but i definitely did play it okay was that one of the ones where you because that's when you were working at the video game store right it was now 2002 also was a lot of get
1: into it uh, what was i playing online two thousand two? he was at everquest or was that like warcraft um I think does.
0: it would've had to been EverQuest because I f- don't think World of Warcraft had launched just yet.
1: Maybe not. Yeah, I was, yeah, I couldn't remember when Warcraft came out. There was, I know in two thousand two I was playing I was playing
2: one of the two heavily. heavily. It's probably EverQuest. Now Boston, were you deep in the middle of Morrowind in two thousand two? I don't think I was that deep into Morrowind in two thousand
0: two. I don't think I actually got I don't think I actually got into it until it had been out for a few years. It was like Same. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I remember I got into
2: Morrowind, was like, wow, this game is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they dropped Oblivion. Oh. Okay. And Oblivion is where and for me it's just I've never connected to the way the fighting is done in these in the Elder Scroll games. Like I've...
1: that's that's a common complaint lots lots of people have. I and, I and I get it. It doesn't take it away from the experience to me. Like I, I, I just love that universe in yeah. uh, the world. Like I, I understand the you know, the gripe behind it, but yeah, uh, have you pl- have you tried um,
2: Skyrim yet? I tried Skyrim sometime in the last decade.
1: Because <laughs> to me, that they did they did a lot better job with combat in Skyrim.
2: And I think my problem with that is I got a bad case of FOMO, like fear missing out.
1: Oh yeah, because you yeah, have yeah.
2: to decide: Hey, do you want to join this group, this clan, this sure? Clan? And I just got man, I'm going to miss out on something super cool by my decision here, and it freaked with me. It, it freaked with my head.
0: I mean, you, it, it's something you gotta—you do have to kind of accept that there will be there will be multiple playthroughs. Okay. Right, but right. That's why I like—I like that you can, like, it's just like doing Mass Effect, going Renegade, and then going Paragon. Like, there's a whole new world you can experience if you're willing to come back later.
2: Yeah.
0: And try again with a, although I'm having that—I'm having that problem in uh, Cyberpunk right now. Okay. Because uh, I want to go back and do like some of the more like asshole yeah. options. Yes, yeah. yes. But I wind up being like, oh, I can't do it.
1: I need help. I should help them. Uh, yeah. That's what I typically do. Like if, if it's a game like where you have
3: multiple oh, ways to
1: play it, I, I'll, I usually play through it once as like the good guy, and I, then after I, I've done it, now I want to go back and play it as an asshole. <laughs> and
0: in that regard, uh, f- Fallout New Vegas. In Fallout New Vegas, I still have never joined Caesar's Legion. You just can't. You, really? can't, you can't
1: get yourself to I do it. I can't bring
0: myself to do it. I've I have done I have done so many playthroughs. Okay. I have started and restarted that game so many times, and every time I get to, I think it's Volpe Invictus or one of the first the first legionnaires you meet after you just murdered this whole town. And I like, and I, I, I shoot him every time. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't not kill him.
2: Right, that's awesome. Yes. And, and we were talking about it last episode. Cyberpunk is definitely enjoying a renaissance right now.
0: Uh, it is. They've had with over the last uh, what was it that Mingy shared? Uh, they've had almost a million players a day for the past yep. couple. Wow.
2: festival uh, like weeks. game's top ten. The anime that just launched on Netflix is doing Mm -hmm. extremely well. Nice. Yeah, it's. This is probably what would have happened if it had, if they had taken their time, if they didn't get fucked over by poor, poor leadership.
1: I never have been able to understand the gamers who, you know, like send death threats to companies or you know whatever, like because your game's not out. I will wait until that game is ready. Oh yeah! I don't care how long it takes. Like, do, if, do not release that shit until it is
2: done. Yeah, like if God of War Ragnarok, if they decide next month, hey, we gotta delay this till 2023. My heart is gonna die a little bit. Yes, but I'm gonna be okay with it. I will too, because I'll know it's the right decision.
3: And yeah. and, th- and
1: this is a game that if I didn't have a PS5 and they were just readily available, I would have went out and bought a PS5 the the day that uh-huh. that game came out. Yeah. That's how much I want to play that game. And I still would have been fine waiting on it if it got delayed. Because I know mm. that there's no w- the only reason that it is
2: because it needs to be. Yeah. How many hours are you into Cyberpunk right now, Boston?
0: Oh, Lordy. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, man. Hold up. Let me.
2: Well, you're looking at that. What does
0: Steam say? What does Steam say that I have done?
1: What, what does, does the does Steam, Steam say? say? While well, he's looking that up, too, right? I, I, I came across another game that I wore out in 2002. What's that? Also on GameCube. Super Monkey Ball 2. Oh, my God. The
2: Super Monkey Ball games are so
1: fun. Yes. Dude, there was so we had so many this was done back when I was working <laughs> at you know, EB Games that we would all go to the manager's house. It would just have been hours, just a bunch of dudes just playing, hanging <laughs> out, playing, you know, getting drunk, playing Super Monkey Ball 2. Nothing wrong with that. No, man. Like, that was just, that was... I spent oh my hours hours
2: god! Just the excitement, rolling your little monkey ball. Yes, to the edge, yes. The stress, like beating as you're trying to get it across that narrow bridge. Oh my god! Absolutely. How excited you got when you got it into the hole and the confetti <laughs> uh, dropped yeah. and the monkey did his little dancing. <laughs> Never been excited to put something in a hole before in my life.
1: <laughs> that. Amazing. That's what she said.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What did waiting you on. find
1: it, uh
0: Boston? One hundred and seventy hours. Oh my Oh God. wow. Nice, man. I mean, which isn't as isn't as much time as I spent in any of the fallout so far.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I've had have other things to do. So you're hundred and seventy hours into it and you still haven't completed it? Oh no, I have I have completed it.
0: I've Okay. I've beaten the game once, and I've been going back to get some of the other side quests, some of the other options that are out there. Okay. Where did you end up uh, on Elden
1: Ring, by the way, Ryan? Right
2: around 170 hours, like, just with Boston yeah. and Cyberpunk, and, yeah. yeah.
1: I realized when I said I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Boston. What, what were we saying? I'm just saying that I, yeah, I've been trying
0: a whole different style of play this time, and I am, if you get a chance, quick hacks, are just broken. They're They're broken. Okay. You can just walk into a room and blink, and everybody
1: dies. It's great. Oh wow! Are you playing um, like different the different the the characters? You know, like or the class? I should say. Uh, yeah, I effectively playing a different class.
0: Where I'm, I'm right. more of a, trying to be more of a net runner than a samurai. But
2: right, right, right. Because you start the game, you pick like one of the, one of three classes, right? One, of,
1: I think. I think it's one of three. If I don't remember. So, you pick one of three backgrounds. Backgrounds, okay.
0: yes. You have access to all different skills and things that are available. But you do have different backgrounds you can choose from. Like,
1: don't you start in different areas of the game as well? I've only played one class, so I don't know. So, yes and no. You,
0: you start, you start the main mission in the exact same place as everybody as as always. Okay. Because there's there's the mission there's the first mission with Jackie, and you do that mission, and then. He, he steals your car, well, borrows your car to go on a date, and you can just kind of like bum around town for a bit. And so like everyone starts, like when when you start the main campaign, it all starts there. Depending on which path you choose to begin with, it doesn't affect your ability scores, which I think is cool, Hmm. Um, but it does affect dialogue options. Because you can choose to be a street kid who you know grew up in, grew up in Haywood on the streets, gangbanging with her, with all the other dudes, you can start as corpo where you have been, been a cor- you've been a corporate tool for the past however long mm-hmm. and so you know the, you know the ins and out of the business world and how to how to cut a deal or you can be a nomad where you live you come from outside the city, you play by a different set of rules and have just different
1: so that's that's, that's that's what I chose. Uh, so so if you play as the corpo or the other one, you, you still start out out outside the city of the same place. There are
0: some familiar places. Nomad gets you driving a car faster than the other ones. <laughs> okay. They kind of introduce you to it in a different way.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. just yes, I have one question. Yes. How big your dick? <laughs> so. My roommate walked in on me when I was figuring out how big my (laughs) dick is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So my first character was female. Okay. So she did not. She did not possess one. Okay. And then there was a specific side quest that I was like, "Oh, I got to do that. Why didn't Why didn't that come up as an option for me?" And I looked it up. It said you have to be male. Okay. Mm. So. My second character, I built a femme character with a penis. <laughs> Smart, and it it was it's it's moderate. Like it's it's yeah, it gets okay. the job done. Nothing to be <laughs> nothing, to, nothing to swing around. But it gets the job okay. done. Pretty right, nice. right, right. Yeah. Right. And sure enough, so you just need to have a penis, and it will unlock that it. side quest. You don't have okay. to necessarily be that presen- presenting male.
2: Got right. it. Got it. So, uh, all right. So what we're gonna do now, guys. We're each gonna pick a game from 2002 that's going to go into the brb afk time capsule
1: oh you son uh, of a bitch pick the same, we
2: won't pick the same game so that way we don't have two copies of a game in there. oh that'd be silly. man but you have to pick one game eternal darkness eternal darkness is yours okay scott i think it's gonna be metroid Prime. okay i think that's a smart one and i guess i'm gonna do wind waker a part of me wanted to put dark cloud 2 in there because Ooh. I think that's a very oh. underrated game. I oh, love yeah. it. But I think I'm going to go with the Wind Waker, because I think it's such a good... Um, you know what? No. I'm going to go Dark Cloud 2. Yeah, I'm going gonna,
0: I'm gonna, to uh, I'm gonna stop you right
2: there. Wind Waker was a great game. Yeah.
0: But Dark Cloud 2 was... if Especially if we're going to go by what should be kept in a time capsule, Dark Cloud yeah. was way more genre-defying.
2: Yeah, like I, that I can't believe nobody's touched that franchise in twenty years.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a damn shame. Damn right, shame. So Dark Cloud two, Eternal Darkness, and Metro Prime are in the capsule. We'll also toss in a PlayStation two and a and a GameCube in there, so they know, so they don't have to go oh, looking for, they don't yeah, have to go pay in the call. prices they for the emulators. Called, yeah, yeah, call, yeah. Man. All right, yeah. so we've got those in there. We're not closing the time capsule yet because we have got to look at movies.
3: Okay.
1: I yep. was
2: shocked by how many good movies came out in two thousand and two. I
1: was looking over the list too. Wow, there's there's so many.
2: So first off, Scott, what was the movie you thought was going to be the number one movie for me from two? Uh, City of God. Scott knows me really well. City of God is amazing. It's basically it's set in Rio de Janeiro, the slums. It's the true story about this kid named Rocket and this kid named Little uh, Little Dice, I think it is. And it's their rise through the city of God. Rocket wants to get out of the city of God, the slums, and became become a photographer. And little Dice just wants to run the gangs. I think the best gangster movie of all time. Oh it's wow! It's done really well. It leaps back and forth in time.
3: I've it's, never heard of this before. Yeah, I am it's intrigued. Su-
2: it's super, super good. It amazes me. I'll watch it like pretty much every other year with people yeah it's 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 one of my favorite movies of all time Mm -hmm. like i said based on a true story the guy hasn't done anything else that's matched city of god which makes me a little sad and there was a sequel i think it was called city of men and it was not as good but uh yep a city of men wait no city of men is something else my apologies okay okay don't know if you can find it dubbed but don't watch it dubbed anyway the subtitling Right. Watch it with the Brazil Brazilian... And can I just say something? Sure. This is saying a lot
1: because what else was released in 2002, Ryan?
2: Spider-Man. Exactly. And that's what I was worried... I was wondering if that's the one you're going to pick. Oh, but no. I forgot.
1: Oh, you no. know me. You're, you're, I you're, definitely do. We're good friends. You know me. <laughs> so, we were talking... We we're talking before that we started recording the podcast. I didn't say what it was, uh, but because we, we knew what this, this list that we were doing, we we're like, I already know what Ryan's number one movie is. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it.
2: <laughs> oh, and Boston awful. was like,
1: I'm really intrigued now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Boston, if you've not seen it yet, uh, do yourself a favor. It's it's a fantastic film.
0: I'm definitely gonna look it up.
2: Yeah, it, and thankfully, it does get recognition because I, I was following this TikToker that was going through imdb's top 100 movies of all time and i think it was like 20 on her on the list nice oh, that's such a good name. oh very nice i want yeah. to see it again i may i may make us watch it at movie pals okay i'm down yeah boston what looking at the list? what movie stood out for you
0: the ones that catch my eye immediately are gangs of new york mm. uh the grudge oh yeah Sadly, American Psycho 2 came out that year.
2: Now, what did you think about American Psycho 2?
0: Fuck that movie.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> it, so
0: in and of itself, it's not a bad like it's it's not a bad thriller in and of itself. Yeah. But the fact that it is tied to the American Psycho franchise pisses me off. Ah, uh, gotcha.
2: So was it not was it not originally was it never really a second book written?
0: As I understand it, no. And Okay. Because, uh, again, as I understood the first movie, they left it up to chance to as to what what actually happened, whether he was actually a serial killer or not, and blah, blah, okay. blah. So then when they're like, oh, no, he
2: was, and here's the book
0: written about it, I was mm. like, oh, huh.
2: So I've never seen it. So I'm actually glad now that I've never seen it.
0: Well, uh, luckily, I was busy watching uh, 28 Days Later.
2: So I mean yeah, do you do you dig uh the Twenty Eight Days Later series? I so I haven't I haven't seen the other I haven't seen Twenty Eight Weeks yet. Okay. Or the movie Resandra Bullock Twenty Eight Days where she goes to rehab for twenty days. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this,
0: these movies,
3: this
0: this trilogy is really yeah. weird. Yeah. I love I love Twenty Eight Days Later, but and I've I have seen see again, like the going back to that idea, you know, do we need to do we need to watch the classics? I have seen so many what culture horror, Mm -hmm. what culture horror, and um, uh, yeah, what culture horror videos about the twists in 28 weeks later. Yeah, it's like, am I going to learn anything by like, am I going, am I going to gain anything new by watching the movie itself?
2: Which, because you are so entrenched, at least in pop culture, that you know the the plot already, the the twists already.
0: Effectively, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that kind of makes sense to me, because a lot of movies depend on you not knowing the twist. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, wait, really? Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, God, there was a whole other tab that I...
1: Oh, oh, no. Oh! (laughs) Oh! I thought thought Boston was just being a funny, like, asshole right now. Yeah. Like, like about the twist.
2: (laughs) He's found a twist himself on Google. Yeah, he did. Yeah, no, Google... What did you just discover?
0: So... The one I was gonna start with was my. F- Since I didn't like American Psycho two, I was busy watching Christian Bale in the better movie of Equilibrium. Oh, <gasps> Equilibrium! I did not see that on my list
1: either. Oh it's my so god, either.
2: So there's like a part of Google that you basically have just discovered. Uh, you're like basically we're in that room where you you actually like pulled the book and opened like a secret room that we didn't. Yes.
0: See. Oh, but you're oh oh. Oh resident the first Resident Evil movie. Okay. Oh, that was
1: also God. too, as well.
0: Yeah, first Resident Evil movie, The Born Identity. Signs.
1: I. I yep. 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 Fear And, com. and, and signs, <clears throat> I think gets a bad rap. I do too. I mean, yeah, I think it was I great. get the. I, I love signs. But like, sure, I get the whole thing like, why would aliens come to a, a
2: planet that's mostly water when they're allergic to water? Yeah, I get all that, uh, but I still love the movie though. And uh, uh, one of my favorite movies, too, in 2002, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah. It was based on the memoir of Game Show uh, host uh, Chuck Barris, who who said, unlike me, that he had been a, hit, a CIA hitman. Um, <laughs> great cast, Sam Rockwell, Drew Barrymore, Julia Roberts, George Clooney. Oh, yeah. Really good movie. About Schmidt. I think yeah. maybe one of the last Jack Nicholson films. Oh, oh yeah, Milo yeah. and
1: Stitch. Uh, Punch drunk love.
2: Oh my god! And this, you know how I uh, feel about Van Adam Wilder. Van. Oh, that kind of makes sense because uh, uh, they just on TikTok on Ryan Reynolds TikTok he did one of those uh, where they showed them in the movie and then how they are today for all the cast of Van Wilder. I guess because of that. Oh right, right. That's a good call. It. I, I, <laughs> any movie from. Before the last ten years I just kinda of worried if there's anything super problematic in it. Yeah. But I really liked Van Wilder. Oh, uh, oh yeah, same. Yeah. Treasure what? Planet. What? Oh, Treasure Planet. How about Lord of the Rings?
3: Which Two chapter? Towers, yeah. Two
2: Towers, Two Towers. Yeah. Okay. Remember how crazy it was during that time too? Because they were actually thinking of changing the name because it was too similar to the Twin Towers. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. It was so they were they were I like, w- you know what? We definitely can't do that scene where the eye of Sauron is between the two <laughs> towers. <laughs> Can't do that. Oh, That's kind of funny, though, because the original trailer for the first Spider-Man movie was Spider-Man catching criminals escaping in a helicopter by putting a giant towers. red between uh, the two powers. Yep, yep, yeah.
3: yep.
0: I, I remember that. I remember that. Definitely one of those like Mandela effects for a while where you're like, did that happen? Oh, no. Yeah. That happened.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, 8 Mile was that year, too. Okay. Queen yeah. of the Damned. Queen of the Damned. Harry
1: Potter Chamber of Secrets.
2: Yeah. What movie stood out for you, Scott, when you first looked at this list? The Born Identity. And you know... Love that series so much. Which is why I think you're going to like Andor. Um, I'm going to recommend it later. Okay. The guy who's who wrote Rogue One and is writing every episode of Andor is the guy who wrote all the Born movies.
1: Oh, nice. Really? Okay.
2: Yep. Did not yeah, know we, that. We looked it up last night after we finished the third episode. That, that explains a lot. Actually, yeah. Oh, it was also, and this is kind of like a cult favorite. I'm not going to say it's like a great, great movie. Uh, but reign of Fire.
0: Yes. Oh, oh yes. Oh my god, I love reign of Fire.
2: Yeah, another good Christian. I am Bill part of movie. that cult. Cast okay. me if you can. That's no such a good movie. Yep. Are you are you saying no? Is since you you don't like that, it, boston No, that I that I, I that that was the same year too. Yep. Oh, Jesus. that last scene when Leo escapes from the 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 plane and he goes to his house and sees his family inside, like you know, having like a lovely Christmas time, and he just basically gives up such a good movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: and I don't care, you know, I know Leo is kind of like only dates twenty five years and younger, but he makes really good movies yeah he does. He's a great actor, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um.
0: That's what I'm noticing right now is that there's a, it's a sliding scale of, like, how much art, how much good art do yeah. you need to create for people yeah. to ignore how creepy you are? Yeah, yeah. And,
2: <laughs> right. I, and I get it. But, yeah, no, this is another thing. When I started looking at 2002 movies, I was like, I, I'm not going to be able to pick 2012 as well. And no, by the way, so many. Google needs to fix some shit because I just put on Best Movies of 2002 and clicked on Documentaries because I want to see if there's any documentaries that I missed. Right. And it's showing me, did you know Signs was a documentary? No, what? I did not know yeah. that. And did you know uh, Scooby-Doo the movie, also a documentary? Really?
1: Yeah, it's nice. weird. That is That is strange how that works. Uh... Speaking
2: of strange movies, another one that I really dug which comes from 2002, was Adaptation. Nicolas Cage and Brian Cox. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's kind of a hard movie to describe. It was written by Charlie Kaufman, who did like inside, being John Malkovich. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a quality movie. And I think uh, Jackass the movie also this year. And I love the Jackass movies. Like, oh,
1: I yeah, love I've, them. Oh, I've, I've, I could definitely watch those and <laughs> have a great time.
2: Yeah. Oh, and one hour photo. Oh, 2002. Oh. Yep. And also 2002, maybe the worst movie of 2002, The Master of Disguise with Dana Carvey. Oh, my
1: God. Right. I
0: mean, yeah. I do believe the Turtle Club uh, killed his career.
3: Yeah. And yeah. This,
2: this is impressive. Two movies this year that I like of Adam Sandler's because Punch Drunk Love is, is yeah. really good. You're not and an Adam Sandler real- fan. Yeah, and that's and one of the reasons why is because I think too many times he's lazy. Like, Punch Drunk Love shows that he's a really good actor. Absolutely. Um, but I yeah. really dug his um, Hanukkah cartoon, Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that one.
0: Oh, oh that's, Eight, eight that's, Crazy that. Nights. If you get a chance,
2: it is worth it. Okay. Oh, and a really good Denzel Washington movie came out that year, too. Uh, John Q. Oh, yeah. Oh, was John Q? Yeah, 2002, John Q. Oh wow. That was good. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if we mentioned this one yet. Did we mention Road to Perdition? We didn't and we should have. Oh my god. I yeah. love that movie. Is it don't you feel old when you watch that movie and then <laughs> realize that kid is now Superman?
1: That's it's 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 yeah. Wait, that was Brandon <laughs> Ruth?
2: No, no, No. Amazing. Uh no, the guy who plays uh, Superman on the uh, CW show right now? Uh Yeah. Yeah, he
1: played like his kid, right? Mhm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a good year for movies. Mm-hmm. And here's a movie my bestie, uh, alan loved and I always despised and I would always complain about it whenever she would talk about it. Yeah. Kung Pao.
0: Enter the Fist.
2: <laughs> I hate that movie with all my heart. <laughs> but I know there are people out there that love it.
1: I mean, oh, episode two was
2: 2002, Star Wars. There you go. I don't like yeah. Star
3: Wars.
2: Two decades later, I'm willing to admit that Kung Pao, Enter the Fist is a movie.
0: <laughs> it definitely, <laughs> 100%, is a movie. It's a yes. movie,
2: yep. All right, now comes the tough part. Not for me. Mine's easy. I'm putting City of God into the time capsule. Uh, Boston. Mine's, easy, mine's and Scott. easy too. Okay,
1: Scott. My, mine's Born Identity. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is tough
2: i know it really there's, is there's a, there's a lot that, that could make my list don't get me wrong no no it is and and we start seeing more as we looked on that secret list on yeah, Google.
0: yeah. catch me if you can
2: okay okay
0: good uh, I, I, yeah, I think, I get I think that. those again I, i'm I'm looking I'm looking for something that defined a genre and as much as I love equilibrium as a movie yeah, it oh, was God. It, it was it was the
1: Matrix without I keep the robots. That, that equilibrium was on there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I adore that movie so much, though. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's although Tay Tay Diggs
0: character always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I get that. They're like, you know, oh yeah, I'm the guy who hunts the emotionless people that I smile <laughs> a bunch. Uh huh. That's you're not supposed to. You're
2: not supposed to show emotion. You're supposed to do that you do not stop smiling the first time i saw equilibrium was late last year really you showed it to me
3: oh that's right i
1: I, I just forgot i forgot that that was first time you'd seen it yeah that's
2: the best part scott introduced it to me and now scott is surprised oh
1: i forgot yeah oh that's
2: (laughs) that's amazing
1: um i think i now remember like when you told me you never seen it i was just surprised
2: (laughs) i think i blocked it out TV is trickier to do, so I don't know if we're gonna if we should do t- TV because so many shows may have started in two thousand two, but lasted for years.
1: Yeah, true. So
2: what I did is I did pull up shows that began in two thousand and two, and I'll just kind of read over some of these, and we'll decide what we think. How's that?
0: I accept your curated list. I
2: challenge accepted. Okay, the first one on the list, I know. Scott wasn't a fan of, and it's very controversial. The Wire.
1: Spoiler alert! That's not going in the in the thing for
2: me. <laughs> I respect that. I love The Wire. I think you should definitely watch it again. I probably need to. The fourth season of the show is maybe. It's hard to say now because there's so much really good TV out there, but it's definitely in the top ten best seasons of one show of all time. It's Perfect. season four is is amazing. Second started in two thousand and two and ran for seven years. Monk, oh, you no! Know, I never watched that. Oh, it's so good, man. Oh, yeah, it looks Shulu like it would be. Yeah, is is freaking brilliant. Number three on this list and ran only for one year. Firefly. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh no. Started also in two thousand and two and ran for. I can't believe this is right. It ran for five years. Naruto. Oh, that what? doesn't sound right at all, right? Because Naruto went a ton, right? Like a long time. I mean, it did go
0: for a long time, but so that <laughs> now is that is that when it came? Is that when it actually started, or when it came to America?
2: It may have been. I think it may have been around the same time because I watched it like, and not imported, but we watched it like on a on a website. It would basically they would subtitle it like within the next day. And I think it had to be around 2002 because that's when I was still hanging out with one of the guys that ran uh, the video game store that Scott worked at. And I think it was around 2002 because I remember watching that and playing Metal Gear Solid 2. So I think it was the right time. CSI of Miami. CSI Miami, okay. Ran a strong 10 years. And spoiler here, this is, the next show is a show that's going into the, the vault for me. The Shield.
3: Ooh. 2002 to oh.
2: 2008 introduced everybody to walton goggins and in my opinion one of the best endings of all time because the main protagonist his scummy character gets what he wants and at the same time gets what he deserves i
1: remember you told me that before without spoiling things. that's that's the one show that i have been, always wanted to watch and i never have for some whatever reason
2: yeah, and I'm getting chills just thinking of Walton Goggins' last scene in that show. Oh god. Is is he is his
1: character as good as it is, is justified? Yes. Yes. God, that's saying something, man.
2: Yeah. Also eight simple rules to dating my teenage daughter.
3: Oh yeah, it's that was, that one. Uh, yeah,
2: introducing Kaylee Cuckoo to Coco to the world okay. and the last uh the last show of John Ritter. And that's basically really it. The worst show that came out in 2002, in my opinion, was that 80s show, where they tried to do a spinoff of that 70s oh, show. Oh, I never saw that at all. It did not work. Would it last for like, what, one season? Here's how funny it was, Scott. In the first episode, everybody had big cellular phones. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, God, I remember that. Wow. It was so oh, Like the old oh, so like like Zach Morris phones. Oh and yeah, the show that started in that year that has the best title is Sue Thomas F B, and then I is spelled E Y E. She's okay. Blind. Yeah, uh, and it's weird too because I. So you think okay, she's blind? No, she's deaf. What?
0: Yes. Oh well, then she has to use her ah. Uh, oh,
2: okay. There you go. So she Look uses her right. using his brain. She uses her ability to read lips and with the help of her dog Levi, she solves tough crimes that her hearing colleagues and listening devices can't crack. <laughs> there you go. My mom loved that show. So I'm putting the shield in. Okay. Scott's putting the wire in. Oh
1: uh,
3: wait a minute. Woo.
2: No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> All right. What are you putting in? Thought? I think I think the, the biggest I think the problem for me was I think it's just because it was so overhyped. Or was so it. hyped up for me, and I, 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 and I, I, it wasn't that it was terrible. It was just yeah. like we, we, I was watching it with my brother. We were, yeah, you we were, we were binge watching it. You're
2: probably feeding off each other's hate. Probably, I'm sure that was yeah. what it was. <laughs> Here's the uh, thing: in the end, Scott, I can accept you as my friend, even though you're wrong. Well, I, I and I respect you
1: for how, accepting as your friend in my flaws. uh yeah. but like. We got to the end of season one, and we—I remember like us looking at each other. And was like, are we going to continue this? <laughs> and we we're like, no.
3: Nah. <laughs> so so I, don't, I, I
1: don't know what we we chose uh, said, but mine's probably going to be Firefly. I love Firefly okay. Serenity. Uh, uh, that's that's probably going to be mine. All right, and but on the caveat that I, that, I, that I get to do uh, uh, Serenity go, goes in with it.
2: Okay,
0: nice. Yeah. All right, fair, fair. Uh, well, since he took. He took Firefly. I'm gonna go with the wire just because Damn, while it's... I have not I well, I know I have not seen uh, as much of it as everyone else has, yeah, it does have a I do like the storytelling and the face, like the the way it's paced. So yeah. I definitely want people in the future to know how to do that.
2: Okay, perfect.
0: Well now Firefly's gotta be
2: tainted with the and, wire. And by the way, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but the guy who created the wire did a show this year called we own this city with our friend uh, that plays the punisher and oh, it looks phenomenal that was the same guy okay yeah, it does look yeah. awesome yeah it, yeah so he's had some misses since the wire what's he done since then do you know we did a show that was set in new orleans i can't think of the title right now that wasn't that good
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then he did a, a show set in the 70s at a like at a like a record company which i don't i didn't care too much for he did a show that went three seasons about the porn industry that my roommate loves oh so, wow. yeah so that one might be good but i have not really followed his work that much post the wire but i heard really okay. good things about we on this city all right okay. so we're putting that in boston give us a cool sound effect as we shut the time capsule yep Time capsule
0: close.
1: Moving on.
2: So, I guess real quick, does anybody have any games they're playing right now that they want to discuss?
1: I am. Okay. I am playing Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. So, you
2: started the sequel.
1: I did finally start the sequel, yes. So, the last
2: episode we recorded, which, by the way, wasn't that long ago, Uh you were just finishing the first, and you went straight into the sequel. I sure did how
1: is the uh, sequel i what it's, it's it's really good i am not too far into it yet i have just i've just got to the point cuz when you start the game you're in a, you're in a smaller section and you have to do a whole bunch of stuff to actually be able to go to the forbidden west yeah uh, so i've just got to the part where i you know i've unlocked the ability to go anywhere i want now yeah uh, but even even the little bit i've played i, I already i'm already loving it so i'm I know, i know that i'm gonna love it even more now that i can actually get up to the meat of the game
2: finally is it um just like most gorilla games does it look gorgeous on this new system oh it's a pretty looking game but for it okay. looks beautiful um mm-hmm. does it still feel like the same gameplay and everything and the same gameplay loop as like the first one or have they added a lot of stuff to it
1: yeah i mean they, they have they've added different just just for a some of the quests that I've been on and some of the dialogue I can I, I, can, I can tell there's there's things that uh, that I'm going to be getting to that's that's different uh, mm-hmm. so it's it's a lot of what was great about the first one yeah and that's just they've added actual things to make it even better but yeah I, I if you if you liked at all the first horizon you're gonna love this one that's awesome and absolutely and there's cool. so many the big thing is there's so many different like skills uh, to, to, to learn in this one versus the first one. Um, oh, like, like Yeah, the, the first one there was like, you know, I don't know, like three or four different, little, three sets, and then yeah. the expansion came out. And then this one, there's like, my God, if, if and, and I read you, you can, you can unlock every single one of the, of the abilities. And you, it, it kind of goes to show you how big this game is going to be because there's a shit ton. <laughs> like to her her you, you can unlock. Okay. it'll take you a, a good little minute to unlock all that
2: that's awesome and yeah. you're gonna i'm surprised you're going into another big game right now with plague's tale and god of war right around i know
1: corner. i'm surprised that myself yeah but i i, I couldn't not because it was it was sitting here just beckoning me to play it <laughs> you know so huh. i was like all right all right all right okay I'll, I'll play you
2: i've not played anything in two weeks i did download that new first person shooter that plays along with, like, heavy metal song tracks.
3: Mm. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hellslinger. Hellsinger
2: metal. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I've not started it yet, but I think this weekend I'm going to play something. What okay. about you, Boston? You been playing anything recently? I have
0: been sticking with my standards, as well as I just downloaded Deathloop.
2: Oh, why? Right. They the put that it on Game Pass, Game Pass now. That's right. That's now on Game Pass now, and it's supposed to have... we,
1: we all have to play this, for, correct?
2: Oh, yeah, we can do like a mini DLC sometime soon. Yes, we'll have to. Yeah, because uh, I I not I, I, I So, when, you know how you always buy games like, and you never play them? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had it, had it for the PlayStation 5 and I never started it, but <laughs> I did just download it on the Game Pass. And I heard they've um, put some quality of life stuff in there, added, added stuff. Uh, have you started it yet, Boston?
0: No, no, no. It, it just finished downloading before I started recording.
2: Oh sweet! Okay, good.
1: Nice.
0: So, probably gonna be what I do once I wrap this up. Cool.
1: I'm with you, right? I've probably got over, I don't know, close to 250 games on the Xbox, uh, and I've probably half of those up. I'm sure I haven't played.
2: Yeah, it's it's a sickness that gamers
1: (laughs) have.
3: (laughs) Yes,
2: it really is. It it, it truly is. Oh, the back the backlog. All right, so I'll start recommendations because I spoiled mine earlier. They just we're recording this on Friday. Wednesday, Disney Plus uh, dropped the first three episodes of Andor, which is weird because Star Wars, a Rogue One story, Star Wars story, Rogue One, Star Wars story, was a prequel to Star Wars Episode Four, and Andor is a prequel to a prequel to a (laughs) sequel. Right, loving it. The cool thing is, it's the first of the Disney Plus shows that hasn't been shot in that green screen basically area that they have that they special stage they made for Mandalorian and Solo. Okay. <laughs> it has a cool war style look to like how it's shot. It's very gritty and it's pro it's darker than the Mandalorian has been or uh, Boba Fett or Solo. Three episodes in, I still don't know really where it's going yet. They also do a lot of flashbacks for Andor as a kid. and the cool part in those scenes is his alien race, they speak a different language. They don't translate it. So you have to like oh, basically yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah watch okay. the show, but it's still easy to tell what they're doing. Tony Gilroy, the creator of Andor that wrote Rogue One, wrote the Born The Born series. You can definitely see some of the born work in Andor. It's also going to be the longest of the Disney Plus series. I think the first season is going to be twelve episodes, and it's already been picked up for its season two, which I think they may have finished filming too. It looks it, it's it's fantastic so far. I'm I'm nice. really enjoying it.
1: Well, like it's it's no, I've not kept a secret that I, I hate the Disney Star Wars movies, but yeah. I loved Rogue One. I think you told me before that it's on par with Rogue One.
2: Yeah, so far. And keep in mind, it's just three episodes in. But no, it's good. There's a cool fight sequence in a abandoned factory in the third episode, which was so imaginative. It was so cool. Oh, nice. Nice. And the new characters they've introduced so far into Andor are great. And the rumors are a lot of the the characters from Rogue One are going to show up in Andor as well. So that's that's super cool. That's good.
3: Very
1: cool. Yeah, very Scott, cool. Scott, do you have any recommendations? Uh, well, Horizon. Start playing Krabs of, of Hearthstone again.
2: Yeah, that's all we're going really be doing is it's,
1: it's
3: okay, Horizon, man. really. Sometimes it's you don't have a recommendation, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> recommendation. <laughs>
2: yeah. Boston, I think you had something maybe that you wanted to share from...
0: So it, uh, it does require everybody getting their pirate caps back on. Okay. Officially, you're not allowed to watch this show in the States right now. Uh, it is currently, it's currently BBC 4 only, or channel, okay. channel 4 only, but it is based off of a web series that I uh, fell in love with, and honestly, all all of the original web series is available on YouTube, and mm-hmm. someone has now leaked the first, the first few episodes of the BBC series of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. It is... Hands down, one of the most innovative and both f- like that un- that uncomfortable, fo- like not cringe funny, yeah, mm-hmm, but like uncomfortable funny. Okay. Like again, where you're like you know thinking about thinking about Spider Man catching the, the 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 helicopter between the tw- uh, twin towers, and now you're like, ooh, uh-huh. that didn't age
2: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But also just some surreal horror that. I think everybody should, should get a chance to check out.
2: Is it yeah. animated or is it?
0: So it is, it is live action. Okay. But there are puppets, kind of like Sesame Street. Oh. oh. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's puppets. There's, the three main characters are the duck, which is a puppet, the uh-huh. yellow guy, which is a puppet, and then the red guy who is a dude in a suit that makes him look like he's made out of string. Okay. And they start off like a normal kid show mm-hmm. where it's like, "Huh, I wonder what we're going to do today." And then today, you know, the instructor of the day shows up, starts a song. The song gets really, you know, it it, it starts off normal, then there's that little bit of lightweight. Like, what? Uh-huh. What the Oh god, no. And it just it just de- degrades until it's the worst possible and then usually it'll cut back to them like either you know reset back at the beginning or leave it on that down note and it's uh... and it's the four episodes thus far so far i've seen so far I've seen four episodes that have been leaked to American television american okay. internets, and there are six episodes in the first season that are available on YouTube for free Just awesome. on their on their nice, channel nice. is the first season
2: that sounds. Right. And I think that's one of the, the coolest things I think about modern day is you don't, you're not stuck really with what American channels and streaming services want to show you. Absolutely. You yep. can watch anything. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know what, guys? I think we did it.
1: I think we did. I think we, nailed it, we did. I yeah. think yeah. we I like, did. I'll be the best to brag, but yeah, I think I think we rocked that shit out.
2: We rocked that shit out. And yeah, you know, we, did. we did a great non-scary episode. So get everybody, you know, like, they can watch, they can listen to this episode. Yes. Sigh, is, you know, sigh a sense of relief right here, because the next month is spooky. Next month going to be spooky as fuck.
1: We, this episode is to get you that false sense of security. You know, just yeah, yeah, like yeah. A good, yeah. A good yeah. horror movie, would, our show would do. Yep. So, you know, in mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. next episode,
3: whoo! It's going to be scary.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Boston, how scary is it going to be? What? How scary is it going to be?
0: That's gonna be the scariest dog. Oh, Absolute You're
2: scariest. You're hyping oh. it too hard. That's yeah. You gotta you get calm down. You gotta <laughs> yeah, calm calm down, down, man. Yeah, yeah. So slow, slow down, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, my heart can't take it. No, I mean, no. Saying yeah.
1: it's 30 at night, man. I got yeah. sleep tonight.
2: Yeah. All right, Boston, <laughs> set us home. Or <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe I'm tired too, guys. I'm working forty-hour weeks now. I know, man. <laughs>
0: Well, before the before sleep takes us all, thank you so much internet for joining us on this episode of the podcast. We have been your hosts and we will see you all in the next episode. Good night.
2: We have definitely been your hosts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was a host now.
2: Yeah. Upgrade. Parasitic
1: of some
0: parasitic nice. of some
1: sort.
3: Yeah. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still free you can't
2: take the sky from me take me out
0: to the black tell them i ain't coming back burn the land and boil the sea you can't take the sky from me
1: but well that was deep enough uh well, <laughs> <laughs> can move on <laughs> we can we're, we all have time for one deep combo and then this podcast and that's it. Did we lose Ryan? Oh, no. I think we did. Uh, did he go. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh never yep, mind. I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, right.
0: So, uh. So, uh,
1: I'm also about those retro gaming.
0: <laughs> hey, man. I'm just glad that I was able Oof. to get the. Uh... Oh, shit. Where is the. Uh, I just. I'm just glad that I was able to get an argument about qualia in video games uh yes. on this podcast.
2: There you go. <laughs> uh, you did it. Your uh, dreams we, have come true. We yes. did it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did I miss anything while I was gone? No. Uh, th- well, just okay.
1: Us, us not, not knowing that you were gone. Us throwing, it, <laughs>
0: us
2: throwing it back to you and then being like,
1: Yeah. Oh, we were like, uh, is Ryan gone? and then we Oh wait, never mind.
2: <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Uh I guess we can yeah. edit out some <laughs> of that. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I'll clean it up. That's
2: yeah. terrible. You may have to clean up my, a little bit of my cough. I still have a little coffee throat, but yeah. All right, I, well, I do not really you. notice it hard, much at all, though. Man, you've, you've, been, you've been fine. Oh my god, what is now? Yeah, I feel shitty. Oh my god, he played on uh Three's Company. Oh uh, yeah,
0: that dude. Crap. Yeah, we've had we've had we had this conversation before. Why can't I not remember his name?
1: Uh, wow. What is his name? The good thing oh is we'll be
2: able to. <laughs> We'll be able to move this out. Callers, are you listening Ritter. right now? Call, there you go. Thank you, John Ritter. God, there man. it is. Um, yeah. Wow. R.I.P. John Ritter. That man, was no hard. <laughs> man.